Once upon a time, the species of man remembered they were royal, divine creations of God. Then one day, in the garden, Satan offered man an illusion of God's truth in the form of an apple. Fruit bore from a tree of false life, false light, and false knowledge coming from a false kingdom that he could only trick man into believing was the truth. Knowing that he could not take our free will choice from us, he was forced to create a matrix powered by our life force and driven by our emotionally unstable choices that would become the sole disconnect from our memories, our truth, and the one true God. The result of his action and man's choices left them as voluntary hostages to a hell they never knew they signed up for. So join us in the last hour as we help you walk yourself back out of the hell you were tricked into claiming as home and return to the kingdom of heaven. What up? What's going on, guys? What nice up? to see you again, even though we don't see you. You know, we weren't even <laughs> muted that whole time. I didn't click the mute button. I'm glad I didn't start talking. Yeah, that would have been weird. <laughs> We would have messed up such a beautiful intro. Yeah, we would have just restarted it. So none of you would have actually known. It's all good. Uh, we don't we don't edit these. We would just restart. <laughs> yeah, we're not we're not technically savvy to edit, no, nor I do can, we even I have can to edit. edit. Yeah, I can edit anything, so don't even say that. I can do some no, bomb I was gonna things say, with editing, but there's no point in editing raw truth. But I'd still prefer like better software, better tech. Yeah. You know? Other than that, like, even you can then do we're it, not editing. The only longer. thing we're gonna do is just edit the intro and the exit. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty simple stuff. Yeah. So we're gonna talk about the topic today that <laughs> Are you sure? every single person that ever comes into our class, once once they get onto this topic, it's class three, the third class. <laughs> Things start happening in their life. Things in their life that start to sabotage them. The, the inner thoughts, demons start to attack them from all from it, from in them from in inside themselves, themselves and outside themselves. And people around them try to prevent them from watching this it, unconsciously. They don't know they're trying to stop them. They just know that something's about to happen to that person, and we gotta fuck up their day. Yeah, and that's it. <laughs> like something is gonna happen. We we have had things happen to people from people having dreams saying not to come to the class from people saying that they haven't been suicidal in years and the moment they said they were going through the class and started to watch it they became suicidal for the first time especially about to watch um, this class we've had uh 99 of the people that watch the class end up having their technology glitch out on them have had students in other countries I'll be surprised who, if this podcast goes up yeah who have actually had their technology like brand new computers and things just not work only specifically when they're trying to watch the video it'll make their whole screen go green um just Lots of things. It's always this class. All like, problems just yeah, happen in their lives. We've had people say that the moment, every time they try to press play on this, that their environment erupts in chaos to distract them from being able to hear it. Phone calls just start coming in or their family goes crazy in that moment yeah. or something happens in the vicinity and they get a call that says something horrible happened that just makes them distraught or whatever. And it's constantly trying to divert them away from seeing themselves because that's what the class three is about it's the mirror it's where you have to stand in front of it raw and really look at yourself and your environment and everything that you have in it and see it for what it really is and no longer live in denial see the thing is is that demons are like parasites they live in the body and they feed off of the body our our body is the only way that they can come into the physical realm they feed off the body but the thing is is that the parasite you're it can only stay in the body as long as the host doesn't know that it's there. Same thing with a demon. It can only stay there as long as you are not aware of it. So yep. this class shines the light in all of your darkness, triggers it, pulls it to the surface, makes you aware of it. So it has to leave at that point. Now, if you continue to do the things that brought your resonant vibration down into hell, then 
even if you're aware of it being there, you're still giving it access into coming back. And then you're going to have to keep fighting that battle over and over again. Like, why do I keep uh, going into this addiction? Why do I keep going into Circling this relationship? Back. Why do I keep doing whatever it is that you know you keep doing? And it's very obvious to you. It's because you keep making choices that lower your vibration and keep you on the frequency of hell, thus attracting those experiences to you. So today we're just going to go over a couple of those things because if we were to go into all of them, we'd be here for a while. And yeah, that's why we literally. have the class. So if you want to go deeper into that, come to the class. All right. So what we used in the class, we use this picture of maze. I don't know if you guys have ever watched Lucifer, but as Ryan has said before, we use TV shows and movies to help paint pictures for you guys so that you can understand the things that we're saying better and so that they can click. And once you have that click inside of you, it, the dots connect and you got clarity and that's where your power's at. And you can't forget it. So Right. Right. So we use a picture of Maze from Lucifer where she drops the side of her face in one of the episodes. I think it was for Halloween. She's she was, a demon from yeah. hell, literally. And in this in this show, she's a demon that's trying to redeem her soul. And so when we're talking about, you know, we've said it in previous podcasts, there are people you got to know who to spend your time with and who not to. Right. Because at some point you have to protect your own life force. So if you're using discernment and you know that someone is trying they you can tell that their soul is at the forefront and ready to battle their darkness yeah. but if if someone is just full of denial and excuses and repeating the same thing over again say you told somebody something they're doing and then five months later they come back to you with the same issue and you're just sitting there like why I told are we you this before well, yeah why are we going through this again why are we circling back on the it, same issue you could have fixed it already yeah it's because they're letting their flesh and their demons and hell control them thus by you participating with it voluntarily it's taking you down there with with them to experience the the um i don't want to say the ripple what is it the I can't think of the word. You're going to experience it. I'm not going to sit here and try and figure out the word I'm trying to say. You're just going to experience remnants. Of, pieces? Like yeah, little pieces of, of chaos in your reality by allowing it into your reality. You uh, think you're out there trying to help somebody. Like, I'm doing a good deed. I'm helping somebody that's lost. You've got to understand that not everyone that's lost wants to be found. Not everyone that not, doesn't hear the message wants to hear it. And not everyone that actually needs help actually, not everyone that needs help deserves the help because it's self-sabotaging. They did it to themselves. So well, it's not that they're undeserving. That, I mean, no, it's not like that, but like, Let's say somebody does something stupid that you've told them it, repeatedly I, over I and over and over again. I get what you're saying. It's, it's, it's not that, let's, let's change it. It's not that they're undeserving. It's that they don't deserve your time and life force. Yeah, like I'm not, yes. like they can go out and get somebody, get somebody else's help. But like, for example, if somebody's toxic and they're going out helping somebody else that's toxic, or let's just say somebody's doing good, hypothetically, and they're on a good path, they've been making the right choices, but then they have a friend who is stuck in the middle of a bad part of town and needs to get needs to get a ride home and like yo just come help me out you being a good person to be like yeah sure i'll come get you but what you're not seeing is that person made horrible choices to get themselves stuck in a horrible part of town that, that is was known going for stupidity. to turn into a very bad situation yeah, for them that's that's known for crime that's known for this and you just being a nice person go out of your way to go into the negative space full of all these other demons and by default hypothetically you can get caught in a shootout. You can get caught in a burglary. You can get caught in a hit and run. You Something could go wrong because you're deciding to go into the mess that that person created for themselves. So that's why I'm saying and not, it's not everybody something could go wrong. Something will, will go, go wrong. wrong. You but just don't know what it's going to be. I've had friends that go out of their way or did one of our uh, students, Justin, or was it Ryan? I don't know. Justin or Ryan? Uh, I think it was Ryan. I think it was Ryan. But yeah, he was doing Uber and picked up a lady, tried to go and was asked to do a side like side route the lady had to go inside and grab something and i don't even think she came back out and next thing you know R ryan's getting shot at like there's bullets flying out and he gets his car hit and he starts running away and he never did uber ever again and he was just doing his job 
he was getting paid by Uber to do that. And so that's, he's that's, indirectly getting caught in the crossfire. That's how Satan's world lures us into getting out of alignment with God and into places that can harm us. Yes. Money. You need money to survive. So go put yourself in misaligned situations so that you can have that money and hope you survive it. Yep. And th this is what this was my point when I couldn't articulate it correctly. I was like, <laughs> some people just don't deserve help and it's don't deserve your help. Don't. If you're on a good path, you got things moving, you don't need to lower yourself to go help bring somebody up. That's not your yeah, job. Yeah, we're never supposed to leave our post. When we make it to heaven internally, we do not leave that post to go down into hell. You stand where you are, hold your post, and require them to reach up to you because the moment that you go to give them your hand, it's like crabs in a bucket. They see one trying to escape. They're all the crabs. You're grabbing the other one, yep. trying to pull it back in. It's the same way. When you go down and put that hand out, they're trying to pull you down with them. They want to pull you down to their level. So you have to hold yourself and your standards up here. And yeah, that's what he's that's talking about with deserving. While you preach, save yourself because you can't save yourself. You can't show and, anybody else how to save themselves. And if you take yourself up into heaven, you've saved yourself, redeemed yourself, and then you go and throw yourself into hell for someone else, you're not helping God's kingdom. You're not yeah, helping you're God. Hurting. You're not helping yourself. You're not helping man. Hurting the world. You're Yeah, you're hurting the entire balance of everything by jumping into situations that have nothing to do with you. You did not make the choices that got the people into the place there are. If I make a choice that puts me in a bad situation, it's my responsibility to get myself out of right. it. It's not someone else's responsibility. And most people don't realize that. They think that it's someone else should help them. Someone else should do something for me. No, you should do something for you because you have not been doing something for you for a very, very long time. Yep. And the only person that I can see that would disagree with what we say is the person, they would say like, that's just immoral. Like it's just unjust. Like, it's not the right thing to do. It's like to you, it might be the, the, the wrong thing to do, but this is where the elites have got your heartstrings. They put, yes. they make you feel bad for other people. Yeah. It does suck to watch somebody else suffer. It's not fun. Yeah, you definitely want to go. You want to help them, but you have to look at the underlying fact. They put themselves in this position. What's the first thing we said when we started this podcast? Everything is your fault. And they have to walk themselves back out of it or they're going to end up in yep. that position again and again. They're not, not going to learn anything if you save them from themselves. It's not worth being collateral in hell. Trust me. No, it's like. How many times as parents have you saved your children from their own demise, their own mistakes, and then you see them keep going back and repeating the same thing over and over again? You're sitting there like, why do you never learn? Well, obviously why they never learned was because you never let them learn. Yeah. It's the same thing with everybody else. You have to let us all, everyone, even yourself, learn. You can't be scared of the unknown and, and live in fear of, well, if I fall, what man is going to catch me? No, God is going to catch you. Yep. Don't worry about what man is going to catch you because if you go into that route, you're never going to truly learn anything, grow, or find heaven inside of you. It's not going to be possible because you have lived in denial for so long. Yeah. So, so let's get into it. Yeah. Let's Other demons. All right. So I'm just going to read a few things off of these slides. And we'll talk in between the things that I read, you know, any visions that pop up or yeah. something that we feel called. A lot of times when we do our class, we let, not a lot of times, all the time, we let it align with who's meant to be there. And then we let the time frame of when the class is supposed to happen based on everybody's schedule. And then we let every class, new uh, visions and things come out because they're, God knows what needs to be spoken to the people. So we just let our vessels be used and God does the speaking and everything. So if you hear a message today, it was because you were meant to hear this message today. All right. So demonic embodiment, demons walk amongst, amongst us and they live within anyone that is unconscious to their existence. Like I said, if you don't know it's there, it has the ability to live there and feed off of you and harm you and be destruction and chaos to everything. You... The, the path to hell is paved with good intention. You could have the best intention in the world and go out and act in unconsciousness. And by default, you become trauma. 
chaos and destruction to everything that you touch, but you had the best intentions in the world. You were just unaware of your own actions and how they affect like a, other people. It's like a child. We have to do that with kids. Kids just want to play. They don't even have a perception of time. They just want to play and have fun and do things that are, that get them amplified, but they do it at the expense of other people, draining other people, potentially things breaking, uh, potentially other people getting hurt. And there's nothing wrong with a child being a child and playing. We're mm -hmm. all children inside and we should all play, yeah, yeah. but we, we need to be aware of how we affect everything when we do so. Yeah, so they're not as aware. Even, even in our home, we bring our children up to that state of awareness. Like you can have a conversation with these kids and learn a lot from them. They, they're at a higher level of self-awareness than most adults that we interact with on a daily basis. Yeah. That's a byproduct of living in our house. Yeah. They're <laughs> around this stuff all the time. They don't get a break from it. No, they get the raw truth. Just yeah. like anybody else would. So when you, when you guys are in your day-to-day -day life and you're just looking and observing with your flesh eyes, you're only going to see what your flesh knows. Mm -hmm. You're not looking through your third eye. When you look through your third eye and you see behind the veil, you see things for what they are. When that thing, when that person walks up to you, you don't get duped and fooled by that, by what's in the vessel because the demon is hiding inside of it, waiting to lure you and then feed off of you. So if you are looking with your third eye, that's not possible to happen to you. Yeah, you're going to go into situation. It's not that it's not possible. It's just you're going to be more aware of it. So yeah. the more times you go into these situations, you're going to start calling it out. You're going to see it and it's going to change the actions that you take in your day to day life because you'll see it for what it is. It's not fooling you. And when you do go into a path where there is darkness or where there are demons and you know that they are there you are using discernment because God called you to that space to get something that he placed that is placed there that was out of alignment. It wasn't supposed to be there. It was just out of alignment. So you had to, he had to send you in there to get it. But when he sends you in there with his armor on, you don't get burnt. You already know what you're doing. Most people are getting burnt every single day, getting screwed over, killed, attacked, robbed, uh, cheated on, like, the list goes on and on of all the different things that people complain about every day in their day-to-day -day lives is because they lack the awareness of seeing what is right in front of their face. All right. So I got nothing to say. <laughs> <laughs> Let me turn this sideways so I can actually see it. Oh, true. All we right. can go sideways. Yeah. So one thing, one characteristic of demons that you'll notice is they do not like the mirror. If you don't like seeing yourself in the mirror, I can say from experience, I got rid of that demon a long time ago, but I hated mirrors when I had mine. I could not stand to walk past one or even get a glimpse of myself. And when I did get a glimpse of myself, that demon kept whispering in my ear how I was ugly and I was unworthy and I should kill myself and all these different things that were not me and were not true, you know? I had to face myself in that mirror to get rid of that demon. I identified it and I started going to the mirror and telling myself the opposite of what it was trying to tell me. And I did not believe what it was trying to say. I wonder if that's going to show up in the audio, that plane that Maybe. comes by. It won't be as loud. It won't be as loud. I had the same problem when I was younger too. I grew up a fat kid up until high school, going into college is when I lost a really good amount of weight. But I never liked looking at myself in the mirror. I didn't like putting on clothes. Never wore jeans because it would puff up my mouth, uh, muffin top and overflow and just make me just look even fatter than before. So I always wore, I always wore shorts, loose shorts, sweatpants, sweatshirts. I loved winter because I could just wear the thickest clothes and hide. And they know, sorry, they know that, oh, don't lose it. They know that if you look in the mirror that you can become aware of yourself. That's why looking into your own soul in the mirror is very important. It's very powerful. The eyes are the windows. Yeah. The they want to keep you from seeing you. They want to keep you from seeing reality. They want to keep you from your soul seeing yeah. into the physical and observing itself because your soul is not physical. It's, it's a ethereal thing. It's, and it'll get you in check when it sees you out of whack. When you remember that you're not a physical being, you're just, here temporarily in the moment of every every now moment just continuously being a now thing you 
start finding appreciation throughout each day. Cause you just, Oh, it's another day. Like we're here. This is a great feeling. Like I get to fucking experience this life. Cause I mean, when you die, you reincarnate, but you have to start all over again, trying to figure it all out. Cause you're stuck in this matrix. The matrix is designed to keep you coming back. And it's for reincarnation purposes. Cause I, I, when you do learn everything you're supposed to learn for your soul's purpose, you move on. You're not just stuck here. You shouldn't be stuck here. There's levels to this shit. And I feel like this people getting stuck here, being reincarnated, that's the trap. It's the trap that we have to keep coming in until we realize that we are in the trap and then we ascend past it and we break the fucking matrix. And you don't ascend by realizing that you're here. It's, no, it's by realizing that. what you do. The thing that they keep trying to keep you from recognizing yourself. yourself. <laughs> uh, you needed to do that on there. <laughs> All right. Okay. So the next one is talking about emotional instability. That is a huge characteristic for demonic embodiment. The you will notice they are the most chaotic and emotionally unstable people around you. Yep. Or it's you. If you are lacking self-control emotionally that is what you need to be looking at that's the demon you have to call out and face you have to get control of your emotions you because you, you are going to harm yourself and others by not doing so it's how you can black out and do things you don't even remember doing it wasn't you <laughs> you get angry at unrighteous things very fast or not righteous but unrighteous but like Angry at everything, little little tiny detail, very frustrated fast. and stressed out, stressed, just instantly triggered super into upset, like doesn't can't make any rational thought because you're just lost in the illusion of emotion. Like, because your emotions paint it fake fucking visions. Like the worst case scenario, like somebody could say something and it just leads you down the worst possible path that would never happen. Like a, a, a made up scenario. Oh, they said this, that means they're thinking this and they're probably wanting to do this to me. Oh my God, they're gonna put me in jail, blah, blah, blah. blah. Yeah, I'm gonna fuck that person. And then they're pissed off because of this fake illusion of the vision that they had about this person doing something that they have never done and probably haven't even thought of. They just thought that they're thinking that, they're assuming that they're doing something that they're not. And if they are, you ask and you get the clarity and then you find the ways from there, but it's the assume, I clicked the button by accident. Oh, it didn't yeah. stop recording, did it? Oh. Okay. But assumption, your illusions, your emotions give you uncertainty. They give you lack of clarity in your own self. So you have to go and try to find it outside yourself. But it starts with you painting a false picture in your head first. And then you just assume that that's the reality and that's what you're seeing in the physical playing out. But that's not what's happening. You're yeah. not seeing that play out. You're seeing yeah, a fake illusion play out. Yeah, lack of self-control completely. And then they use or a those real illusion. They, they, a fake illusion. They use those emotions. They that first they make you emotionally unstable by submerging you. That's okay. So everything we're talking about, the first step is submerging into hell. That's how they open the portal inside of all of us for that uh, realm to come to earth and be physical through our hands. That's the first step. So our first step as God's children to take back our crowns, our thrones, and our kingdoms is to rise our vibration so that we close off all doorways, portals inside of us to that dimension so below and open the doorway of heaven to come through us and manifest as a physical reality. Yep. It's like venom. When you vibrate so, high enough, you can't, it can't stay on you. Right. So like I said, first step, take you down, then get you by your emotions, your heartstrings, all of that, and keep you so emotionally all over the place that you can't even, you can't tell illusion and fiction from real at that point. Everything that they have done to you and manipulated you into feeling feels so real to you that you cannot tell the difference and therefore you take the illusion, illusion as fiction? truth. Yeah. Those are both fake. I know. I know. I was saying the illusion and fiction versus real. Oh, okay. Together. I thought yeah. you were saying illusion versus fiction. No, I was like, I no. feel like those are the same thing. <laughs> I feel like they're the same. You don't know? <laughs> like, oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> All right. So That's why I was asking because I was like, I heard something different. <laughs> All right. So the next one. And, and guys, use these things to look and observe. When you leave our class, you have new eyes, new ears. You are able to see the, yeah, don't the just take real world, it. right? Go look at it. So now observe the world and 
see yourself and the people that are in it that are acting the way we were just talking about. Same thing with the demons just want to be loved and accepted. I was huge at that. Don't tell me I need to be responsible. Don't tell me that I need to do this or uphold any kind of standard in my life. Don't tell me what to do. Like that was my attitude about everything is like, leave me alone, live and let live. That's because I didn't want to face my trauma. That's because I didn't want to face anything. I didn't want my demons did not want to let me grow. That's it. They that's you growing. When you grow, they have to let go. They don't want you to do that. So they will help your ego feed you into denial. But anyway, if you look around everywhere, what is this huge mass marketed campaign they have everywhere right now? Acceptance. They want you to accept everything, even abominations, even things that are detrimental to your health and well-being and mental sanity and tolerate those things. Tolerance is what you should do. Having no intolerance to society, to them is a bad thing. But in the kingdom of heaven, do you think that God tolerates demonic behavior in it? Absolutely not. There's a, do you there's think a that line he, and a gate for a reason. Yeah, do you think <laughs> that he accepts demons and the way that they act and demonic behavior and worldly flesh-driven things? Do you think that he just accepts that and opens the gate for it? Why is the gate there? No, he doesn't. Pacification is just the, that's the illusion. Not supposed to pacify anything. No, and we don't have to, by us saying these things, we're not saying that anyone is bad or anything like that. They like got good intentions. Whole, like, yeah, with this whole acceptance things right now, I'm seeing like all this stuff about teaching our children about sex in elementary school or about all these different genders. First off, you're delusional if you think that there are more than two biological genders. There are not, male and female. If there is a third one or a fourth one or anything like that that was not created through man manipulation, which is the one where you have both sex parts, right? That's manipulation of our genes. That is not natural that God did not create that. So uh, if you, where was I at? I think if there's more than... Oh, oh, if there's more than two, you, where are these supposed organs for all these delusional things that you're saying you are, you're just identifying with these things that they have put in your face because they help you stay in your lower self and you don't have to change. You don't have to grow. You're tolerating it because you're thinking, remember, they pull your heartstrings. You think they care about you. You think they care about you. You think it's the right thing to do because it's good. It treats people fairly and nicely. They, but that's where they fucking get you. She said, there's a quote, the pathway to hell is paved with good intentions. It's a good intention to want to be nice to everybody. That's great. Everybody wants to be happy and fucking live love and light. But that's where the issue arises because where's the fine line? Like, when do you say enough's enough? When do you say no more? There has to be a line. There Otherwise, has to be, be moral nothing. character involved in things. Do you think the military operates with just tolerating everything? No. They get shit done because they have order. They have steps. And they, they came have in, things they, and, and, and no, no chaos. They got nothing there. It's everything is organized. Everything has a set place and everybody has a responsibility and everybody knows that. And nobody blames anybody else. It's all self-accountability. Yeah. So anyway, the whole thing about all of that, you guys, the first thing you have to do is recognize that you have been manipulated. You have been corrupted away from your nature, not by your conscious choice, but by your unconscious choice and by things you didn't even know you were choosing. Even though we have choices, a lot of things that happened to us happened without us even know that we were making a choice. So for example, when they put baby fetus in our food and we consume it, We didn't know that was there. We were just eating what we were told to eat, what they groomed us to eat. We didn't know there was a difference between the abomination of the food industry, which I'm releasing a book today about, and, um, you know, God's kingdom and what he created for us and designed specifically for us to eat. Everything that they give us is designed to take our quality of life. And like I said, submerge us in hell. When you see it for what it really is, then you can't unsee it. And you, it changes the way that you operate with the world, which then brings you into heaven, which then raises your quality of life. And you experience a whole different realm than everybody else that's out there suffering right now. Yep. Um, 
Another one that the de demonic embodiment characteristic, always pointing the finger at everyone else and not yourself. Yep. It's it's, accountability. We're just I did that. this because so-and-so, man, that's one of my youngest kids. That's a child's biggest response. things is, well, he did it. So that means that doesn't I get justify to do it. anything. And oh, he did it in the past. The past doesn't exist anymore. Two weeks ago, he punched me in the arm. So I'm just <laughs> getting back at him. That's all. No, that's and not justification. Said, <laughs> and they'll say something because we say if somebody, if they, in the moment, if you're in life and somebody does something to you and like, or they hit you first, you have the right to self defense. Well, you can do it. You like to protect yourself. Yeah. But if you initiate it, that's where the problem is. So they're taking the words of, if they hit you first, you get to hit them back. But and it doesn't saying, matter well, how long it takes me, to do that. He hit me two weeks ago. So that's, that was first. Well, last year. So I year, obviously get to justify what you said. They're, they're taking it out of context. Well, they will, they will find, they're like their mother. Loop They'll holes. find every loophole in the system. <laughs> that hilarious. was me. I tried to find every loophole to get around God. I am yeah. not kidding. I tried to find a way around God for years until I I got backed into that corner no that matter I, couldn't, what you do. I couldn't deny it anymore. And I couldn't, there was no more loopholes to get around. No, everything that, that's actually really interesting. I, I've seen something on Instagram and somebody dove into conspiracy theories and it was everything about the government, everything about technology, and they even spiritual they found God. warfare. <laughs> and they always got brought back to God. They yeah. always point it back to the, uh, suppression of God, taking them away from God. They got led to the Bible. They got read to the Quran. Uh, they, they got led to spiritual texts that were talking about the things that are deemed conspiracy theories. So everything is just being, everything that we're seeing is just a suppression of God. They don't want you to focus on God no, or yourself. The only real power in this world, the only real truth in this world, the only real light in this world is God. Yep. Everything else that you think is power or truth or light or any of that is a delusion. If it's coming from something or someone who claims that they are that power or they are that God or anything like false that. Prophet. Yeah, that is a false prophet. Yep. There's plenty of them we could list off. Right so, now. so if they get you to be egotistical and to think that you are God or to think that you created yourself or anything like that, then they keep you from knowing God and the truth. They, they, keep they you limit from, you. They, they keep box you, you from, in. Yeah, they keep you from returning to your origin, from reclaiming your power and having a healthy quality of life. They, they keep you from your mental sanity. They keep you from your clarity. Yeah, they make you think that you know it all, and that's when they get you. The moment you think you know it all and that you you have the, the same ability as a god, that's yeah. where they are able to trap you in and they control you from that newfound perspective, the higher ups. Yeah. Look, they think they make you think that you know it all. I I was one of those that thought that. And I had something else I was gonna say. Because we don't know shit. Left. We don't know everything. We just know how this body works. <laughs> we know how we can show you how God works and the, and the truth because it, it resonates. There's a difference. I totally lost what I was going to say. So I'll just. Uh, you said you were, you used to be that way. Yeah, but it was something else that you said that triggered something. And as I was waiting for you to finish. I know it all. I know it all. <laughs> no. Um, Being a God, a creator. No, we're going to keep going. It'll come back. I've heard that does. so many times. Yeah, we are gods, guys. We're creators. We're, we can do this. We're. We're the one we brought ourselves here. It's like, but how, where's your, where did you get that from? Like, who said that? Where did you hear that from? Because no, that's something no, you cannot like, come to a conclusion of within yourself. The, go back to the point of your self-creation and show me how you did it. Yeah. Like, and I don't mean your self-creation of the lifestyle that you have and all that. I'm talking about take me to the place where your entire body and all the cells in it and their function and form were all created and show me how you did all that to yourself. Until then, shut up. <laughs> stop talking. Just stop. <laughs> you foolish. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> another one. Wow, you gay. That is no. You don't need to. All right. You're gonna. <laughs> we won't go down that. No, place. he's That's talking about something that is a YouTube video, and you're taking it to a point that someone's gonna be like, 
why are you making fun of gay people? He's not making fun of gay people. Let me clear that up now before someone takes that <laughs> left and tries to be fucking retarded with it. He is not look it up. making Man. fun of that. <laughs> it's like, I don't know if he's Kenyan or is it from Kenya? It's an interviewer. It's just the way he asked the question and he's serious he about right, it. They get right to the point on everything. In, anyway, in we're not going to so, go. Yeah, we're not going to go down that which road. Which makes it great. This was, <laughs> <laughs> get right to it. It's like, oh, shit. This is, this is some real ah. hardcore shit. <laughs> this is this is what I'm talking about. And just so everybody knows, we have no problem with gay people. We just know the reality of how you became that way. We can they show, always yeah. say, well, I was born this way. No, you were no, manipulated through your mother's womb and injected with feed with baby fetus that transformed your DNA. And yes, you were born that way, but not by God's design. Yeah. Sorry. All right. Anyway, next. Sorry. Not sorry. So <laughs> another demonic embodiment is that they communicate with each other. So whenever you're trying to grow, say something, you decide you've been on a hellish path for a while. You finally have a revelation that, all right, I'm done with my bullshit. I want to try to get out of this. And you start going towards like personal development and self-awareness, things like that. Yeah. They can alert that the demons inside of you that know that you are about to rise up out of their um, atmosphere and they cannot sustain life inside the vibration you're going to. They are like, oh my God, I'm losing this real estate. That means I can't play on earth anymore. And I got to go back to the abyss where I come from. They yep. don't want to go back there. They will fight tooth and nail. They do not want to go back there because they can't have experiences there. So anyway, once they realize you're trying to do that, what are they going to do? They have a communication system in the ether. They can talk to each other without even opening their mouth. And they talk to each other through your vessels and you will not know that this is happening. And you will be used as a pawn by a demon to go attack someone else who's trying to rise up. And that's what happens with our families when you're an entrepreneur and you go into that space and then all your family doesn't believe in you or, or whatever, or your friends, they use all the people in your vicinity that are close to you to attack you because they know that you will more likely lower your vibration because someone close to you that you loved and cared about their opinion said something to you that bothered you and lowered you. When you start doing going, when you start raising your frequency in the realm, in the spiritual realm, what happens is you essentially become a light in a dark tunnel. You light up in their world. They can see you, right? They can feel you. It's like in that, it's like in the, the show um, uh, American Gods when the dead girlfriend comes back to life to find Shadow. And she can see Shadow. All she sees, yeah. no matter where she's at in the world, she sees a straight up light beam going straight into the sky. She could be on the complete opposite side of the United States. He can be in Jersey. She can be in California and but, she will see the light boom pop up and she knows exactly where to go. She just follows the light. That's the, what you become. Yeah. You and, become. and by the way, we were watching that show and third we became ruined us third season. Yeah. We sat there with this <laughs> look on the our ending face. was just, it's a straight up porno. It is. Saying. It was so disgusting and agenda based. It, when you have eyes and ears, you can actually see what's happening. When you don't, you're, you'll fall right into it and be like, oh, this is so good. It's great. Yeah. Not fucking great. <laughs> the point of the story is when you wake up and you're starting to rise up, you become that bright light. So, and you emit this frequency. It's like a pulse, like a that just gets shot across the plane. And all the demonic entities that are connected to you because you've talked to them, you've, you've even if talked, you've touched them. Even if they're not connected to you, they're just in the vicinity and they know yeah. that they're close to the demon inside of you. It usually happens. I mean, yeah, it can be used like by getting, anybody. Like you getting like going down the road and somebody road rage on you and you did nothing or somebody just comes at you and you're at a club or which you shouldn't be in the club anyway. But somebody yeah. comes at you, say, when I was six years old, I was at the beach and I had on a Confederate flag bathing suit, right? <laughs> like <There's> if you, <laughs> they have brainwashed all of us about all that story and what that flag means There's and all truth. of this there, stuff. Yeah. But anyway, I'm not going to get into that, but I had on this flag bathing suit that I just loved so much. I saw it in the, in the store at the beach. And I was like, out of all the bathing suits, 
it just had what looked like the American flag to me. You know, it was red, white, and blue or something like that. I can't know. It was red and white. It was red and white. It wasn't even the American flag. It just, the design of it was just so cool. And I was, I was six. So I was like, mom, that's the one I want. She kept saying, are you sure about that? And I'm like, yeah, I'm sure. We go out to the uh, beach and I'm wearing this bathing suit and this grown man, grown black man walks up to me and just starts berating me and tacking me a six-year-old child, right? <laughs> Had no self-control whatsoever. Anyway. Didn't I didn't know the story of why she picked it. She just. <laughs> assume you're racist six-year-old girl (laughs) you're offending me yeah (laughs) this little girl is offending a grown-ass man yeah (laughs) that man's got some problems yeah seriously (laughs) oh shit i don't even remember where i was going with that um you were talking about oh we were talking about who they affect the most and i was saying it could be anybody. And then you went on the topic of that. Yes. That, so I, that was, yeah, that was an example and of I was how saying, I got attacked by someone that had nothing to do with me, but yeah. yet they came at me in a demonic state. Yeah. And I was saying they use it of people closest to you because those are the ones that have more of an emotional reaction that you have more of an emotional attachment to people you already know. So that's why they'll, they'll use those people more. But like she said, it could be anybody. Yeah. But yeah, they, they will come at you to lower you back down vibrationally, internally. They want to lower you back down because that's when the demon, it's like a cry for help. Help, help, I'm dying. I'm being taken away from my host. Like somebody come save me. And they're like, sure, sure, we got you. And they try to pull you back down like a crab in the in the cage, right? They just try to pull you back down so that that demon can survive and they all become buddy-buddy again. Everybody's cool. But you suffer the consequences of the internal suffering. They're always in the abyss seeking a doorway of light to come out of. Don't be one of them. Humans are, they're multidimensional. We're going to be dead seriously. Yeah, you are. You live in, you exist in, in every dimension. That's why they, that's why we're such a hot commodity, (laughs) especially for the elites. Why do you think they traffic children? Why do you, why do you think they use them in sacrifices? It's because we're multidimensional. Our blood is, it's all, it's all uh, quantum there. It's in a realm that we can't even physically see. It's not there. It's the spiritual aspect of it. What it does to them internally how it ascends their third eye. They cheat the system. You can ascend naturally by just being self-aware or you can go drink some blood and wake yourself up that way and go see even more crazy shit. You get you get a lot of power at the expense of you die if you stop taking it. Yeah. So it's like very, very crazy shit. But yeah, humans, like we said, are the most advanced technology. They are multidimensional beings. As we collectively raise ourselves up to a higher dimension, all, all of us around the world we will start seeing different things. Like one of the, the examples I think we said a couple of years ago, it's like, we all see the sky is blue. Yeah. But no, no, no. That was in the abyss. That sky is blue. God created everything how it okay. is. And it's, but we could essentially, system. we would start seeing things differently. Like, or like avatar bioluminescence, right? We would yeah, see the different plant things. Life, everything is not as it seems because yes. it has been held dormant. Our plant life, oh my God, guys, if you knew what plants and animals and ourselves look like in heaven, you would be so excited to get there. You wouldn't be dealing with this. You wouldn't put up with this. Our internal, like, because our DNA would change. Therefore, the things that we see would change. Like, our our visions would change. The things, the way we take in food would change. Like, we would all, our body would start adapting. It's very adaptive, especially depending on what dimension you're coming from. So, the lighter you are, the healthier you become, the more things, the more in tune you become. You're, as we all ascend and change the vibration of Earth, we will start to change physically as well. Now, I'm not going to say we're going to literally grow wings out of our backs or anything, but we're all going to start experiencing something. Do I know what it is? I, I, I can't tell you because we're not at that moment yet, but I could tell you, for one example, we would start seeing things differently no, we physically. Are. No, we already, yeah, we already see things differently, but. Yeah, but you, we just see it like in a different way. You, I'm talking about like, colors, yo, why is that chair over there glowing? The colors will become <laughs> much more vibrant. You will see things. <laughs> Brightness levels increase. Filter mode stays on. <laughs> yeah, like everything is going to shift in that time. There will be a light that will take over the entire surface of the earth once well, this happens. Light. Nice little green light, gamma rays. So another one, we're going to do two two uh, shows on this one because, well, 
actually it's probably going to are just two on the demonic embodiment because we're not going to sit here and go through all of them in this episode. We could. No, we're not. <laughs> no. no, Ryan. No. We have lives. <laughs> Damn it. But I love talking to them. Yeah. Anyway, the next one <laughs> is that uh, demons will make everything around them complicated. Mm. Okay, so the reason for this is, is they're not used to coming to the flesh world. They're used to the abyss. They're used to not having a body to operate with. So imagine, here's a visual for you. Remember in Men in Black, the first one, where yeah. he came down and then he took over that dude's body and it was just like all distorted and... <laughs> all water. Yeah, all water. <laughs> more. more. Yeah. <laughs> I so, remember that scene. <laughs> so anyway, look around you at the people around you. Who around you does everything ass backwards where it's just like you're looking at them like, why are you doing this so complicated? How can you not see how complicated you're doing this? Look at them that are always in chaos that just everything is just hard for them to accomplish. It's because they just continue to keep choosing low vibrations that keep taking them further and further down. And it's the demons that are running the body. And they don't even know they're choosing that it's, they don't even know it's a low vibration. No. They think they it's did. normal. Yeah, because they, normalized they, to they, it. they made the matrix look like reality. So that's why they feel that it's normal. They don't know that what normal tr actually is. Mm -hmm. They think hell and stress and all these physical negative emotions that they feel on a daily basis, that that's reality. And be, they get so used to that reality that without that reality, they would panic because now they don't know what to, they don't know what to expect. They'd rather be certain and knowing what's coming than uncertain and not knowing what's coming, but see, it could potentially is, be good. The they, thing is, they don't mind the certainty of knowing that suffering is coming. Yeah, they'd fine with that because they can at least prepare for it's like, it. It's like being in a bad relationship. Again, I did this. <laughs> All these things, man. Um, being in the bad relationship and what fuck, I forgot again. What were we saying? They don't know that it was. They don't know that they're. They like the stress. They pick it out of their. They. Oh, they don't. The suffering. The, they don't yeah. mind. To, they don't mind going towards the suffering. I would not leave a toxic relationship for years of my life that I stayed voluntarily in it because it was easier for me. I didn't have faith. I didn't know God at the time, so all I knew was that you know, this matrix was reality and I had to rely on man and myself. So it was easier for me to make a choice to deal with another day of suffering than to walk away from it because I had never been alone. I was scared of being alone and I was running off of those fears that kept me in my suffering. I was the one holding the key to my own gel cell and I was not unlocking that door because I wasn't making the decision to go into a place I was not used to and I was uncomfortable with, but I knew deep down was going to help me. But it was easier to just stay. Yeah. And that's what you guys do. That's what a lot of you do is just stay because it's fear, easier. You fear the unknown. You're, you're comfortable being stressed than you are fearing the unknown of what could potentially happen. Yeah. So I'm going to go into the last two or the, this is the last one I'm doing this last slide. And then we're going to end and tomorrow or whenever we do the next episode, probably the day after we'll, we'll go we'll into tomorrow. The, if, look, I mean, look how short we're doing it. Yeah. Okay. So the next one is demons get triggered by high vibrational actions. So when you are doing something that is in alignment with God and truth, it's high vibrational. And anyone that is comfortable and wallowing in their darkness and clinging to that darkness is going to feel uncomfortable around you. And they're going to have things like, oh, do you think you're better than me? You think that you're better than me now because you're doing these things different? Like, that is them being uncomfortable. They're very triggered by your existence. You, you existing in alignment with God by default brings their, brings them face to face with their own darkness that they have to face. And when they get like that, they get defensive of it. It's because they're in delusion. They're yep. in denial. They don't want to face it. So they would more easily attack you. I keep hitting the mic. They, they want to attack you instead of looking at their own self and what they are. They want to justify their own ways because nobody wants to change. 
Every, nobody wants to have their belief shatters. They'd rather just sit there, deny what's in front of their face to maintain the comfort level of what they've lived. This is why, like, um, older people, for example, have a harder, harder time accepting reality, or I want to say accepting reality, but hearing the truth because for years and years and years, their whole lives, they've known the one thing that they've known, and it's the illusion. So if you come if you come in and try to tell them, let's say for 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 hypothetical situations, uh, somebody their whole life is an atheist and doesn't believe in God and nothing, like he just straight up like we're here randomly, all this shit, evolution, Darwin, or floating on a rock, all this stuff, and you come in when they're like sixty years old and you start dropping bombs on them about how the what God is, how it works where where we are where we're in how we operate you are you're not just sharing a truth with them you are shattering their whole life their whole foundation that they've built and have become recognized in so of course they're not gonna just sit there and accept it because that means they would have to that completely makes, change everything about them and, and it makes can, all their choices not make sense anymore yep and they, at that time, the brain works. It's like a computer. Once you do a habit so many times, there is a point where it literally cannot be undone. And this is the part in the awakening where we, where we say and everyone else says that certain people are not going to make it. They are too asleep and they will not get out of it. They will stay asleep until the day they die. And you guys are going to have to let go yep. of those people that you know are in that space and not hold that on your shoulders that they are not making the choices or not doing these things. This is you're, you're in a clock. It has a time. Every one of us has a time. Everything has a time. It's called divine timing. And some things in this clock and the way that it unfolds in the script and this big movie we're in certain people are not part of the awakening. They're not going to be able to handle that. It's going to break them. So, Literally. Yeah. Like parts of their brain, you can actually separate. They did this in the in MK Ultra. They break apart your consciousness. They break apart your mind into pieces so that you never are whole again meaning you're easily susceptible to uh, brainwashing. And can never find truth. Yep, and can never find truth. This is what they use MKUltra for. They trigger you with fear, 